Hey guys, I want to take a second and remind you to check out our friends over at AJS Designs Boutique, where they make gifts for the ones that you love the most. They're awesome. They make anything from bow holders for your little girl to hat holders for your little man, shadow boxes, and so much more. They even make art display signs to show off your little Picasso's masterpieces. All the items are customizable. They're easy and fun to work with. Come up with a gift that's special for you or anyone that you love. Follow and like them on Instagram and their Etsy shop at AJS Designs Boutique and at AJS Designs on Pinterest. They just made some awesome stickers for us that we're so excited to get out to you guys. So again, follow them on Instagram and their Etsy shop at AJS Designs Boutique and at AJS Designs on Pinterest. Fucking giggling. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Oh my lord. <laughs> Welcome to Uncle Buck's house. I am your host, Kyle Buck. I do have a co-host. His name is Nick Oaks. He's one of my best friends in the world. <laughs> what were we laughing at? Our producer and host with the most over here at Flyover Studios, BJ. The BJ. Um, anything goes here. We have some very fun things going on, some fun conversations all the time. It's where it's going. Zero six, zero, zero six, zero six. Zero six. The mark of Take the beast. out the zeros. Yeah. That McDonald's is the devil. Uh, oh, good. Beach like, real glad I gave these guys a show. Yes, sir. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Uncle Buck's house. Uh, we are excited to be back with you. Um, we had a very exciting week, as always. Um, Nick is in the studio with me. Hey. hey. Um, and we have back in studio with us, uh, we have uh, our good buddy Matt Owsley um, back in, in studio uh, to kind of, uh, we're, we're going to go down a deep dive of something that uh, I te- technically haven't really thought about before and that he's uh, really done a great job of putting together um, a conversation about uh, superfluid space. Is that right? Yeah. So kind of basically the the idea there's some new scientific theories that instead of space being a vacuum it's actually a superfluid which I'll kind of explain what that is a little bit more once we get rolling absolutely um but it it basically challenges a lot of scientific thinking a lot of what we know and there's actually been some evidence for it that's been coming out in some published papers lately. And it's a nice change of pace from me going deep on the conspiracy <laughs> side of things. Because it's not really a conspiracy, it's just science theory instead yeah, of conspiracy absolutely. theory. Well, so. and, 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 you know, I, I think that's what's so cool about, um, you know, the, the kind of realm of... Uh, and also what I think is limiting about conspiracy theory when we talk about conspiracy theory now is, is it all is related to the government and all government and all, mm-hmm. you know, uh, the, you know, rah, rah, globalists, Alex Jones, you know, they've like, like 
you know that's that's how it's been marketed and directed um and and uh uh you know projected in a lot of ways over the course of the last couple of years but the cool thing about the the truth movement which i think is kind of where we all tend to tend to lie in the side of things right or, or land in the side of things is like you know there there could be alternate there could be alternate forms of of you know long-held truths that could, you know, like you said, challenge kind of the, the, the status quo. And I think that that's exciting, and I'm excited to get into that. Um, but I do want to go ahead at the top of the show here and uh, get plugs out of the way. Um, February 13th, uh, the show coming up, the Valentine show. The VIP tables are basically sold out at this point. Um, there are uh, general admission uh, tables still available, I believe. Um, as well as staked dinner pre-orders, um, if you already have your uh, uh, tickets purchased, if you have a table reserved, you can still order your um, steaks pre-order. Uh, but yeah, so that is uh, on uh, on tap uh, tickets on tap tickets dot com slash kettletop brewhouse um, for those. Uh, and May twenty second um, in Franklin, Indiana, uh, the Chris Catan show. Uh, I will be there with Trent Mabry and Griffin Shira opening up for uh, Chris Catan in Franklin. Uh, those tickets will be on soon if they're, uh, on sale soon if they're not already. So go check that out. That's being presented by Mad Hatter Shows. Um, and, of course, uh, every Tuesday is Top Live Trivia at Kettletop Brewhouse, hosted by myself and our good buddy Justin Alley, as well as every other Wednesday. Our next show coming up is February 10th. Uh, we will have Tyson Cox in at Kettletop Brewhouse for Uncle Buck's Comedy Hour. That is a free comedy show. Um, we hold those every two weeks. All right, so plugs are out of the way. Uh, let's get into the strangeness that kind of was this last week. There was a word that I, I had kind of heard around the internet, but as this week has prog- progressed, the word stonks. You guys, <laughs> I'm going see. with cockamamie. Cockamamie. <laughs> 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 Is that just a word you chose? That's just a word because oh. it's outlandish, and the shit that's happened this week was outlandish, <laughs> right? Um, but I, but, but what was really interesting was was you know obviously we're referring to the GameStop, uh, Wall Street, Wall uh, Street bets calamity. Yes, Wall Street bets, Reddit forum, um, and and the GameStop stock, and and all of that. And so when this sort of stuff happens, actually Nick was the first one to call me on it. And and Nick called me. He's like, "Dude, have you seen what's happening with this GameStop stock?" I'm like, "No, like, what? like, like, you know, because because the wall because Wall Street, I, you know, it's like one of the red pill moments for me. Um, you know, growing up was learning how the stock market just worked, mm-hmm. and so I really had no interest in in the Wall Street. You know, I've seen the Big Short, and I've seen you know, like like the, the Wolf the, of, Wall, of Wall Street. Well, yeah, and, and there's just such a slimy film around all of it that, mm-hmm. he, that that even this you know when Robin Hood came out, I had some friends that that you know have you know done pretty well in it, but to me, it just always kind of you know what was weird and just felt weird to me. But when I started learning more about this, I'm like, holy shit, it can't you know the free market can be a weapon. Yes, it can. It's and, crazy. And, and but what's what's weird about it is it all started because well not it, it didn't all start, but it escalated because of essentially Elon Musk. Yeah. All he did was put out a tweet. Game stonks. No, what what was it? Uh is that what he said? I don't remember what the tweet said, but it, it was it's like one or two words. Stonks. It yeah. was uh I think it was game stonks. Yeah. And and it was GameStop and st- and stocks, stonks, but also the yeah. yeah, and the meme phrase, like the the meme terminology for, you know, 
stocks is stonks. And I think that was a tweet that, that he put out. Um, but yeah, it was crazy. I but, think it's good that it's exposing what shorting stocks is because it's such a bullshit thing that the hedge fund people do in the first place. Yeah. Um, basically, let's say Kyle has a stock and I say, hey, I'm going to borrow that. Or Kyle's the corporation. And I say, I'm going to borrow a couple stocks from you that are worth 10 bucks. So I haven't actually paid for them yet. I'm, I'm like renting them from you. I sell them to Nick for 10 bucks. Well, then I have a contract with Kyle that I still have to buy them eventually. Well, shorting it is making a bet that the stock price is going to go down. So I sell it to Nick for 10 bucks, but then the price drops to five bucks. That's all I owe Kyle when I actually buy it from him is five bucks. So I just made a $5 profit by dumping it. And that's what these hedge funds were doing. Well, the inverse is true too if the price goes up. So say that $10 stock went up to 15 bucks. Now I'm screwed because I I sold it for 10, but I owe Kyle 15. Yeah. And that's what they're doing to the hedge fund people is basically bankrupting, trying to bankrupt them by making the stock price go up so high that it can go over 100% of value. So that if that went to 20 bucks, yeah. then they're they're doubled out on their money. Yeah, that's nuts. So so, so Nick, you saw you, did did you see the tweet when it kind of first came out or how did you like how did it come across you could because you were the first one that reached out to me so like i'm just interested in how you like ca- um, came across like this is something to i watch actually on. was on social media i believe and somebody posted fuck robin hood or something it was it was something along those lines yeah um and it was because of what they did by you know cutting everybody off basically um and i went into research mode and and then i saw what was going on and it's like these hedge footing people are mad and like okay so how hard is it let's let's say matt has a hedge fund and um i am one of the i don't know more influential people on wall street and we're good friends and he comes to me and he says he says uh man you know this is really hurting me. We're going to lose a lot of money. This this is going to go into some of my businesses. This is, you know, I'd I really need I really need some help with this. I don't know what to do. And, you know, without directly saying, "Hey, can you help me?" the hedge fund, the uh, Wall Street guy goes and and does whatever he does and then what happened with Robinhood happens. And I feel like that that's essentially what happened. And that's that's not okay because they're now that that is directly saying like, Hey, these rich people don't like this and yeah. they got money. So we're going to listen to them. You guys can't get rich like them. That's, right. that's not okay. Like, and, and, it, and it's the same sense on what's going on with monopolies in this world. Mm-hmm. Like people just overlook that side of it and they just see that Robin Hood's not letting that. I, I know that they like, that's, that's what some people are thinking, but a lot of people are not looking at it in that sense because if they were i feel like they would be like well they're fucking they got monopolies too so i mean you know why are we just talking about this why aren't we talking about the monopolies that are going on also yeah but you got to realize though is they shorted the houses too right yep yeah and what happened we bet out the banks Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so we'll bail these out yeah like so yeah i don't see where i don't i don't see where any outrage we have all outrage we want it's not going to change yeah, yeah they'll, they'll no. bail them out yeah absolutely i mean because that's what i mean you gotta think about it, and it's one of the guys that was the main person that shorted the houses in too big to fail the movie is also the one that's been leading this also 
mm-hmm. and Dave Portnay, who's head of Barstool, who I'm not a huge, not a fan of. I'm not, yeah. but he was right on what he was saying. I've been following this about two weeks now. Mm-hmm. So is he's saying this because you're saying that like we, if you raise it up high enough, then that means at the end of the trading, they're gonna have to pay off on the shorts, which is gonna be like billions of dollars. It's basically like trading places, right? Yeah. So, and that's what they understand is like, they're going to be lose billions of dollars, but they can't afford to have them lose billions of dollars. Cause even though the, the money's not real, it's not real money. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's the yeah. weirdest part. It's not real money. They're notes. Yep. That's all they are. And yeah. And, and that's, that's the, that, that's exactly the, the, uh, uh, other side of this that I think, think is so interesting because I saw this, um, earlier today and I thought it was a really interesting theory. Sam Tripoli actually posted this. He said, what if this whole GameStop situation was orchestrated through a Reddit PSYOP to collapse Wall Street like everyone has been saying, all the all the you know, the the quote unquote black pill conspiracy theorists out there have been saying that there's another major collapse coming. Mm-hmm. How can how can you put that collapse on someone outside of Wall Street? You have this sort of, you know, uh uh yeah. uh Robin Hood and 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 sort of Reddit community to fall back on like yeah if you guys just would have let the system work the way it was before you know right. th- 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 this yeah. would have never it's happened it's an easy scapegoat at yeah, that yeah, point. yeah which which I think is an interesting theory and and you know with 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 QAnon we saw what can happen with psyops oh yeah that, that people who are just skilled in in Reddit and and skilled in you know 4chan and you know are able to you know work things in a certain way then then it, it's it's it, it's an openly manipulatable market which is in the open now and i think that is going to be the biggest thing that people get from this is that the, is that the market is completely bullshit it's completely volatile it's based on nothing it's a house of cards and i think that you know i don't know they need to stop buying their five dollar coffees and avocado <laughs> toast and I, I love how they're like you know if, if poor people would just invest their money they wouldn't be poor and then poor people invest their money and they're like no no stop yeah. <laughs> and the memes coming out of it are, are, are even the best part. and Rob, yeah. Robinhood and reddit are protected from lawsuits by user agreements oh so yeah. even if they stop they that's what yeah. i'm sorry that that's what um uh we we were talking and and you had a family member yeah that's 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 essentially what he said without like he was like you know i can't really do much because right you know of what i agreed to so. yeah the, the terms but he they shut his his trading down like 45 minutes early and just the difference in that 45 minutes was, yeah would have been five thousand dollars in gains yeah from what he had yeah. and that's what they said about amc also is that mm-hmm. they sold they sold like at like noon or something and if they would have waited like until like six or, or or just a little bit later they would have made god i can't remember but it was it was in the billions it was like it was like 300 i i can't remember you'll, you'll have to look it up but it was a large amount of money and amc was bought by a chinese company a few years ago so that goes into what kyle's saying about maybe it was somebody orchestrating mm-hmm, some of this mm-hmm. i actually think that this is possibly the turn of uh, from the U.S. dollar to the digital dollar, right? And, or you know, it might be the U.S. digital dollar, whatever. But I, I, I think what you what what Buck pointed out here is um, that people are aware of what's going on, and I think the people who are doing this are aware that we are aware, and now it's it's time for a change. It's time for 
you know, how we kind of have our freedoms, you know, we got to choose between two presidents, you know, but we got our freedoms, you yeah. know, this yeah. is, this is that same thing. Like, mm -hmm. oh, here, here's the, here's the, di the digital currency. Now there's all these digital currencies you guys can go into and, 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 and uh, purchase and buy stocks on, or, you know, uh, invest in or whatever. So you guys will be able to make money on this as well. You know, that's that that to me is like a slap in the face, like saying, here's your freedom. Right. We're going to give you this little bitty access. Mm -hmm. yeah. But when you get too much, you sign this user agreement. So we're going to shut that off. Right. Well, and, and, and that I think is is another notable thing is we don't know what our terms and agreements, you know, uh, uh, say really within Apple or, you know, a, a, any other major device that we that, that we use or, or, or what have you like. If iTunes it, in the iTunes one, you have to agree that you won't use it to produce nuclear weapons. Okay. Well, hey, yeah. I mean, that's why I got that email. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's like, and and wasn't there was some other weird clause and some other I think tech uh, uh, terms and conditions, but um, that that I'd heard about. But 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 at the end of the day, there could be a line in there that says that if if the powers that be. You know, find like, like like imagine your phone. Like like imagine mm -hmm. if Apple has a line in their terms and conditions that says that we can just turn your phone off and cancel all your service if we feel like you know you're a flight risk or you're something you know or you know and, and then if your money is digital and Apple is able to cut off your ability to access or unlock your phone, holy shit! You know what I mean? You, you, right. you, you you're just completely cut off, and it's like that's that's another thing here, which is. You know, it, it, I understand that that's a huge kind of leap from where we are physically now, but I don't think it is that big of a leap. It's not. Because I mean, we're seeing it. You, Robin, uh, actually, a friend of mine had uh, about three or four months ago purchased uh, like a half a share of GameStop or, mm -hmm. like, or like one share of GameStop and j just threw Robin Hood with a couple bucks. And uh, his business account was frozen. And they had to call and prove that they purchased the stocks three or four months ago, and it wasn't mm -hmm. as part of this feverish buying frenzy. Right. And um, it took them like two days, and they couldn't make any purchases for their business because of the because the account was froze up. Chase actually froze their account because of this activity, and it's like holy shit. Well, you Chase know? is scared because J.P. Morgan is with them and now they're talking silver is going to be the next one that they're going to do this to. And yeah. JP Morgan is the biggest silver investor. Well, oh, th shit. Think about, this, think about this. Also, if you do the gambling sites, do you want to pull your money out into your account? It's always like three days. Yeah. yeah. Cause they don't have the money. To oh, keep absolutely. Right. right. Cause they don't want, you know, that's the other thing you said something about digital currency. That's about 10 years away. We did not kill enough old people with COVID. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I work yeah. with a lot of old people with the, with their phones. I'm in the phone industry until yep. they're dead. Sorry, yeah. mom. Like it's not going to change. Cuomo sure yeah. tried in New York, I know. but yeah. <laughs> and, and that's that's interesting <laughs> and that you say current, that. Uh, health secretary, sorry, Nick, I didn't mean yeah. to cut you off. It, it doesn't our current like health secretary. It, didn't she also do the same thing in Pennsylvania? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Jesus, but and yeah. our, our new um, uh, what you call it, press secretary, which I can't pronounce her name. We'll circle back to that as she, as she would say. <laughs> it's either her brother or her husband. I think it's her brother is like the vice president of the company that owns Robinhood, oh, and shit. then somebody in the Securities Exchange Council, uh, like the, I don't know if it's the person in charge of it or one of the secretaries, but they got like eight hundred thousand dollars in speaking fees from oh from Citadel, yeah, from Citadel. Yeah. 
So who owns Robinhood? Right. So it's not like the government's really in a big hurry to do yeah. a whole lot about it. They'll they'll make a big fuss and act like they're going to, but they have too much interest in it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um. It was interesting what BJ said. Um. Because I do believe we're about we're about ten years away from from full on di- digital currency. Yeah. Um. But I. I think it's going to be like it's going to be slowly implemented kind of like it is now like the investing side of it where it's it's getting bigger and bigger and bigger and you know obviously Bitcoin is the essentially JP Morgan and I I think that's how it's going to end up being Mm -hmm. is like you know there's there's these banks now and you know some banks are bigger than than other banks well it's not going to be any different it's just going to be this digital currency is worth more than this digital currency. Well, and what's kind of interesting to think about is like we basically have a digital currency now. 97% of all the money that exists in the United States exists digitally. Only 3% of it exists in physical currency. So if there was a run on the banks and everyone in the United States is like, I'm going to the bank to invest the money in my account in physical cash, that cannot physically happen. Mm -hmm. And that's a pretty insane thing to think about. And so like it's what's interesting is it's not only going to be the development of a digital currency, kind of like... You know, um, like exact, like exactly what you're talking about. But I think it's it's not just a digital currency; it's the death of the dollar. Mm-hmm. And yeah. and and I think that that um, I can't remember who it was I was listening to. I listened to someone on a podcast recently where they were talking about the death of the American Empire. Mm-hmm. That that um, uh, that um, that America by the you know by in and of itself is not necessarily you know going anywhere but this this idea of the imperialism and the power of the dollar and 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 uh and the um you know presence in conflicts you know worldwide and the in the interventional interventionism is kind of falling by the wayside and and that is a perfect way to transition into not only a digital currency but a global digital mm-hmm. currency i mean because i basically use i mean everything i do is is uh digital through my phone yeah, yeah. for sure when I, went to, when I went to a place and they didn't do it and then i was like hey do you have one like you scan your face and i'm just like man i'm so far in the matrix here right and she goes what are you doing i was like uh <laughs> i was like i'm i'm paying my uh paying for it. she's like well, that's not a debit card yeah i was like well i got a debit card on my phone she's like oh it's a is it on the back? No, it's no, it's like on my phone. Yeah, she's my like, phone I, is the typical. She's like, I'll be damned. <laughs> <laughs> well, we we were at uh, we were getting some delicious BBQ at Psalms yesterday. Oof, and uh, oh, so good. Um, uh, and you know, a friend of ours had had left her um, debit card and ID uh, at home, and was like, "Do you have Apple Pay?" And I was so surprised they didn't. And I'm like, I feel hmm. like they, I feel like they probably do. They just don't know. That they do, they just don't know that they do, (laughs) right? Um, But uh, but yeah, it's you're totally right. It's it's mostly digital now. I did seven moves yesterday, so basically, I took money from my cash app, and there's another app, move money to these different accounts, all from sitting here. Yeah, the thought of going to an ATM makes me nauseous. Yeah, yeah, it the, is. The thought of someone hand me seven pennies back, I'm like, oh, where's that trade for the kids? Right. <laughs> somebody mentioned that. Um, somebody mentioned something about silver earlier. Yeah, I can't remember. So they're, they're talking like silver is going to be the next yeah. one that that's being shorted that they're going to try to run up the price. So Silver's right now, been undervalued for a while. So yeah. right now, gold is basically even. Palladium, 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 whatever. It's like I'm how the sorry, British, it's like how the British say all, aluminum. Hold on, hold on, so hold on. Let me tell you it's where. Like let me tell you where it's from. 
I was <laughs> Palestine. <laughs> I was just playing. Um, I was just playing the new Star Wars Je- Jedi game. Oh, and that's one of the that's Padawan. One of the no, that's one of the medals in there. <laughs> Like, um, can like we, the, can the we fact check this? Yeah. BJ, can you fact check paladinium? Sw- paladinium. The British, when they say aluminum, they real. say aluminium. It's so it's I don't think like it's a real that. word. Um, I don't know. Is it Star Wars world word? Probably. That's what. Yeah. Like midi chlorians, probably. Um, platinum is at a two percent gain, and, and then there's universal gold, and that's about even, and then silver is up nineteen percent. Yeah. So, so I for the for the listeners at home, why the fuck do we care about metals? I mean, I know this goes all the way back to the Anunnaki, and we can go down that rabbit hole all day, <laughs> right? You know, but but like that's a whole episode by itself. Yes, and so that's just such a strange thing to me that it's like this precious metal, like like if it had I don't know if it had some sort of healing power or like it had some sort of like. Or is it just the fact that it's universally accepted as value? Is that where the value comes uh, from? Kind of, yeah. I mean, there's just it's the history of value. Yeah, people have just agreed it's pretty, and there's not a lot of it allegedly. Yeah, kind of yeah. like diamonds. There's there's way more diamonds than what they tell us there are. So I guess but, that makes sense if there's a finite use of it. But like, but 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 even then, something that's finite, you know, th- there's probably some guy out there that has the only, you know. 10 beanie babies of this that exists in the world <laughs> right. but like if no one knows about it he can have a finite source but you know they don't have any value i don't know it's i don't know it's a very that was probably a horrible analogy i'm but. about to jump down the rabbit hole but hang on but, but also if you guys start paying me in a bag of nickels or a bag of silver I'm like oh this is awesome what's next beaver felts <laughs> like i feel i feel like we're going yeah. backwards yeah. hey what was that metal i pulled it up what'd you say it was paladinium nah bro I got Star Wars, Wikipedia, all the metals. There's Platinum, Platinum Legends, Polyphibe, Prometheum, and Pyronium. P-Y-R-O-N-I-U. Well, I've heard Palladinium from somewhere. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's just so And that is, is the that last safe game word? that I've I love played. you, Nick. That is, I love you, Nick. <laughs> That is not, one of my that's favorite. A good safe word though. <laughs> what one of my favorite. That is things, a good safe word. <laughs> one of my favorite things about Nick is that sometimes he'll just sh- he'll just go for it on a word whether he knows one hundred percent how to say it or not. But we always know what he's saying. <laughs> you always know what he's saying, and it just flows. Like if I didn't if I didn't like correct him there, it would have been like, oh yeah, totally, we know what that is. That's <laughs> worse being than being corrected by like a listener. Like oh, by the way, you know you said like oh, awesome, thanks. Yeah. Well, well pal- that's that's what what it's like doing Dead Man's podcast. Shout out to Dead Man. Palad- that's that, that's why I appreciate Dead Man. Yeah, I listened. It was a good episode. Sorry. <laughs> oh, sorry. What? Uh, oh, I, I thought you were. I thought you were reading something to to, to say it. No, 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 no. Never mind. No, I have, a, I have a. I have have a question though. This this is just as uh, it's it's political, but it's not political. I want your opinion. It's been bothering me since last night. I get to the point where I just thought about deleting so saying some things to people that got me heated. Right. So we have a new press secretary, right? Mm-hmm. All right, she's not the most attractive, right? Yeah, right. So they were posting a picture. Or the brightest. Well, but what I'm saying is they were posting a picture of the, the old the old blonde one or whatever, mm-hmm. and then these dudes were posting it, and then and then they got into Obama's wife. And they're like, oh, she's a dude, and all. And I wanted to post like, I want to see your wives. <laughs> right. Uh, but at what point in time do is, is if you don't think she's intelligent, that's one thing, right? Yeah. But there's another thing to go. Of, uh, keep going after every wo- every woman that like any kind of power. Like there's this group of men, mainly from my hometown, that just obliterate them. <laughs> 
I mean, and it's it just bothers me so much, and I don't really get bothered by a whole lot. Yeah, just the disrespect of women that it's okay. Like, well, she's stupid. And yeah. I'm like, I I haven't seen. I personally haven't seen much of the new press secretary. I did. I, I, I did learn about um, and read about some of her connections to like the Robin Hood thing, and I've seen. And I did. I think I did see one clip where she was asked about um, China's access to the. Uh, uh, power grid um but uh but like i mean yeah sure kaylee mcadany was you know way prettier to look at but at the end of the day i mean i i would take a i would take a solid i would take a solid press secretary you know over a pretty one any day i think the problem is that like kaylee was on top of it every question they asked and i think obviously what bj's saying is true there there is a lot of the well this one's a lot less attractive yeah but kaylee was also on top of things and jen so far they'll ask her a question well um uh we're gonna have to circle back to that or like somebody asked her just a basic question about the covid vaccines and she's like well we do have a lot to talk about with covid let me find it and she starts flipping through page after page well, after page to be fair to be fair they don't know shit about anything Right. When it comes to COVID, anybody but, but in the she's government. not prepared. When but the she other one, out there, she the, she just she has to look everything up, and it's just this long pause. Kayla would Kayla would spout out shit even if it wasn't true, but she said it was such a passion, right? Yeah, to uh, an extent. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is like you said, she was just like even no matter what, even if it wasn't true, what she would whatever she told or whatever she'd believe in what she was saying. Yeah, as a and, press secretary, you kind of like you know. You want to back your boss if he says this is it, then you want to say it. And then she said with such conviction. Sure, yeah, and, and and I think that that also there's a there's just a lot of different approaches too. Um, like so so what one thing that Kaylee did do a lot, which I think it's perceived as you know what uh, um you know her her sort of like you know quote unquote fierce demeanor was the fact that that when she would be asked different questions about something, she would repeat the same statement over and over. She would have she she would she would. In in certain ways, in certain ways, uh, uh, avoid questions. Some whether or not you consider the question valid or not, that was Kaylee McEnany's way of moving on to the next topic, and that was perceived by a lot of people as like a as like a you know fierce sort of attitude. Whereas in this new press secretary's uh, fashion, I think people would be, just be much more appreciative of a you know instead of just a circular statement of you know we'll we'll come back to it just like a you know we don't have a direct answer on that right now which I think is one of the things I think people would have appreciated um, from Kaylee instead of instead of you know if, if she didn't know the answer to something or you know now I will say that that um, th there were a lot of really dog shit questions that were that were um tossed up to kaylee but there are also some that get tossed up to every press secretary so um i think that it was just one of those things that everyone seemed to watch a lot more of them. yeah i would not want that job because eventually no. i'd be like no nah, fuck definitely you. not definitely i guess not. What my issue with it is when the biden campaign says well we would have done so much better with covid we have a plan we have a plan and then she goes up there and they say well, what's your plan well we're still figuring that out and then, you know, Biden stands up in the debate and says, well, you're lying when you say I'm not going to ban fracking. I'm not going to ban fracking. And then the day one, he signs an executive order and they ask her about that. Well, uh, uh, it, it's, it, it's in our plan. I mean, it, it's, it's all these campaign promises that are already becoming false. Yeah. Or when he says we have a plan, we have a plan, we're going to do so much better. And then they're asked about it and they say, well, we don't really have a plan yet. It just is what it is. I'd walk back. back. I hate all of you. 
Yeah, I, I've, I've said this you want to go out there, really? Yeah, really. <laughs> I've said this from day one. Things, fifteen things they're going to ask me, and you fucked up all fifteen. Yeah. <laughs> all yeah. the presidents are like that. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All, yes. and, and oh yeah, and yeah. I'm not. I'm not they saying to, yeah, to yeah, pick yeah. a side. I'm just saying. Sure. Like, yeah. That they ask the question. Well, you said you've had this plan. What is it? Oh, well, we don't really have one. And that's why the yeah. job is dog shit because. Yeah. The president says this, that, and this, and then he has all these other people that go and speak for him, and mm-hmm. then they ask these people these questions, and then these people are like, well, he changed his mind. They need to get yeah. Dana Perino's dog back. Not Dana <laughs> Perino, but her dog, because her dog's cool as hell, and he has like his own book series and all kinds of shit. <laughs> That's hilarious. I don't see the point of those press press briefings. Am I, am I the only one? It's a show. Yeah, they it's they just need to just show. get rid of them. And, and, and it's because it, those people you're, that, that you're talking about, they're, they're, they're agitators, and it helps put this show in on, on a pedestal and then all these people start watching it because these people say, oh, this so-and-so looks like this, looks like that. And I'm looking at her She's not a. I mean, she's she's a fun, she's fine. She's yeah. A, yeah. she's not a terribly well, looking person. You took a I minute mean, to get fine out of your mouth. So. I mean, she's, <laughs> she's she's got red hair, but you know, I did think that whatever. I did think the meme she's got was white funny. skin, but damn. <laughs> I did think the meme was funny that had three pictures of Kaylee and one of Jen, and it said shopping wheel or yeah, shopping I saw car that. wheels. <laughs> yeah, like that was kind of funny, but yeah, yeah. Uh, but I can see BJ's side. Uh, you yeah, know, what he's saying about well, it too. And, and and the the thing is, I'm I'm right with you, BJ. Like like what is up with this you know pulling a specific person of the cabinet to come out and be you know do the charade where they walk out you know you hear all the camera shutters going off and and it's like could this not be done via email could these right. same, this, this could, meeting could be an email all this, <laughs> all this skype shit no, I, think, been through? I think the president should be out there like one thing that about about trump and then and even obama and and hopefully Biden. they i want them to take their lumps in front of those people mm-hmm. yeah not someone sure. else yeah for sure no, i i agree own with up that. to it own same up thing to your with choices war. you know i yeah. presidents need to fight in wars dude get a That's horse and a sword <laughs> yeah, get a horse and a sword and fucking george yeah george well, did, washington did you guys lead see those the... unmanned drones into the fucking middle east <laughs> Did you, did you guys see on that? a horse think it's 1777? <laughs> you you think, like, if I was president, they'd be like, hey, you want to learn how to fly drones? I'd be like, fuck yes, I do. Yeah. Right. And I'm like, why are you bombing this country? My yeah. bad. Yeah. <laughs> did you guys see the video of Biden, though, when he was talking about the vaccines? I, I don't think they're going to push him out in front of people very much. Because he said, first he said that 400 million to 600 million doses was a 50% increase, which you know okay he's old he you know he hasn't learned new math yet but then he goes well that's enough for 300 americans to get vaccinated and he said it twice he said 300 (laughs) americans and it's like i know he means i know he means 300 million yeah but he he's just so forceful about that's 300 americans but how many people his age run this country too like i'm talking about 78 yeah get rid of them on both sides insane man not only do we need a term limit we need an age limit yeah get rid get rid of on all sides like, I, I hate yeah. everybody yeah. so yeah for they sure. should have all the former presidents that are still alive like as consultants like so they're over and that way we like eh, i don't know about that one yeah but you know because I, I, it's just a shame shit different day and then people getting so angry of like settle down could yeah. you imagine so so you're kind of talking like the heisman house yeah could you imagine trump walking into the heisman house <laughs> oh you're bitch i feel like i feel like trump would be like the johnny menzel yeah the, they'd be like <laughs> they'd be like what Sorry, this is the 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 two term uh, uh, bathroom, not yeah, the one right. term. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, hey, I'll go uh, hang out with Jimmy Carter. I yeah. guess. <laughs> <laughs> 
His, oh, brother, his brother still alive. Yeah, he, he made that Billy Bear. Yeah, damn it. I, I was looking forward to seeing HW out of here. Somewhere. But Carter wants me to go hammer nails in somebody's house. Right. Like, yeah. going. Carter wants me to go help. Did you know bear. he sold peanuts? <laughs> but that, oh, man. But no, that, that's great. I mean, because it's, uh, it's just, it's, it's the same thing and it's flipped the other way. And it's yep. just, it's just, yeah. oh my God, it's hilarious. I've said it, you guys have heard me say it all the time. It's the same, like, that's one of the reasons why I say, in my opinion, voting is a show as well. It's, yeah. it's, it's that show of freedom. Hey, you got your choices. Here's all these things you can choose from. Highly rich. But they're all lying in the end of it. Oh, yeah. You know, some of the stuff they say, you know, is for true. Sure. For but sure. the majority of it is, well, we couldn't get the funding for this, or we couldn't, we didn't have the right, it, it just wasn't the right time for this, or uh, China didn't think. But it's always, mm -hmm. it, the, there's always some kind of excuses with every single president, every single party. It does not matter. And when it's just like the monopolies, it's just like what happened with Wall Street. Like people look at these like the right hand and everything is happening behind the other person's back in their left hand. And it's it's just, it's just mind boggling. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's it's a it's a show. And that's the that's what I think is the um, you know, you if you listen to a lot of we all listen to, you know, the higher side chats and and, and Isaac Weiss up and stuff and, and, and they talk to and and uh, tinfoil hat and they, you know, bring in people to talk about, you know, the transition into this uh, this quote unquote age of age of Aquarius. Some people have called it the um, the uh, 5D consciousness, which shifts from the uh, which shifts from the logic consciousness to the heart consciousness. It shifts to the you know people who begin to, people begin to think with their hearts before their um, you know quote unquote lizard brain. And so, like, if that truly is a thing, I think that it's going to take a purging of a lot of things, and it's going to be ugly. And I think that one of those purgings is going to be the um, you know the the just unveiling of how the entire economic system of fiat money and Wall Street is you know is a house of cards and i think that that's what all of this is showing people that it's a 100 percent manipulatable market if you didn't know that already um and and also like you said the definition of a short that's a powerful piece yeah. of information if you don't come out of this with, with knowing what a short is and looking into big you know um shorts that have happened around major events in the last you know 50 or so years uh or however you know long then then you know that's a that i would go check it out because i think that you know there's a reason why people would short things there's, yeah the yeah. two two movies are too big to fail and the big short are two great mm -hmm. movies yes, yes they are and the reason i was like whatever and, and i'm not trying to say like it's wrong but what i'm saying is when they bailed out the banks they the ceos didn't they were supposed to take the money and, and send it out to the public and get people to invest yep. everything Make help loans. People out. Yep. but they took the bonuses Mm -hmm. they kept the bonuses themselves and yep. nothing was done about it because of those banks and those people donate to, to parties and to other things and islands that we've talked about in the past yep. before you know what i'm saying Absolutely. yeah yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. For sure. um but well I, this is off topic real fast if you guys get a chance check out the time disney built a creepy government um it's a video by wisecrack okay i watched the last night and everything a lot of things you guys just brought up were about it disney tried to build a utopia Oh, I, I remember two or three something about two or this. three times. Now it's in order to get there, it's two point two million dollars just is for one just one house, right? So it's for the rich. They tried to let normal people in. It didn't work. Oh shit! So, but but it's very interesting and in how Florida basically gave Walt Disney his own government, his own mm -hmm. police force, mm -hmm. 
and everything CIA like that. CIA helped him acquire a lot of the land, yeah. Yeah, and then how he how they handled the trash, how they tried to, and then it just it, it, I watched the last night like at midnight or one in the morning, and I was just like, this dude's creepy. I'm gonna yeah. check that out. That's and, and, and there's a 1959 documentary too about that Walt Disney hosted about outer space, and it's like him and Warner von Braun, which you know former Nazi that killed thousands and thousands of people that became the head of NASA. Uh, that's a whole nother story, but it was an animated video that they would go back and it would be them talking about and it was just as creepy as could be just everything about it was do you know do you know how much because you know i'm in animation do you know how much how how many propaganda videos uh i'm sorry war um shorts um shows movies um were produced by disney i mean oh yeah oh, yeah it's oh, yeah. the majority of the cartoons that came out during that time were all from disney because mm-hmm. they were all propaganda there was a few other animators in there as well but it's insane how much influence they allowed disney to have and it it wasn't just for like um, you know, saying that uh, that the Nazis were bad. I mean, it was for it, it was cartoons, you know, f- to go and invest in this because it gives the troops this and it helps us pay for that. And yeah, or- like it's it was like advert. It was like a like an early form of uh, advertisement. It's insane. And the uh, as like 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 you mentioned some other animators like like Captain America. You yeah. know the, the 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 Marvel propaganda yeah. of Captain America de- defeating Nazi, who goes years later and ends up owning Marvel, fucking yep. Disney, and, and it's that, like yeah, you know, that's that, that 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 is how a lot of that cr- it works, man, and it's bizarre when you know because because that is they they use those animating techniques because of the psychological effect that it has exactly. on you. like 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 people pick the color like that's kind of our whole point when we do any video breakdowns or we do any of this shit is we're like. You know, it's not the artist. It's not. The, it's it, it's like the, the the colors and the images that you're seeing are carefully picked by those who create this, right? This 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 work of art, and it's like, um, sure, and on most and a lot of levels, it is simply just that art. However, you know, if it it's it, it's a it, it's a tricky thing to to sort out sometimes. Yeah, because they what their point was what they wanted to do was they wanted to have people live there, work there. They weren't even going to pay them enough money ever to leave. Oh shit! So they're, kind of, they're like so, indentured servants. Have you yeah. ever heard the same, of the same way that the, the, the like the, a mining town? Almost. Yeah, yeah, mining town industrial mm-hmm. revolution. Right company when that store. happened, company store, company this, company yep. like you were. Never, you didn't even get paid. Um, you bought uh, your house from the company. Yeah, you even pay. You weren't paid in cash or coin. You were paid. It was called something else. I can't remember off the top of my head, but it's like how we still try to do that now in some aspects. How we try to guide. That's things literally how to, Menard still works. Yeah. Like that that whole rebate system is nothing but a company store sort of yeah. sort of program. Have you have you guys ever heard of Jacques Fresco? Uh, we've talked about him. I think was he the mall director, mall designer? Um, because he's the one that Disney brought in. He was the originator of the malls, and he was a socialist, right? He's this a social th- engineer. I, I, this is why I spent my Saturday nights doing. Like, there's something wrong with me. Like, I need to really evaluate my life decisions. But he was a socialist, so he built. The malls, it's not, it may not be his name, but he was an architect and I found this very interesting. And, and so he wanted to use it as more as commerce because Epcot Center eventually was going supposed to be like a place of commerce, right. not commerce, but a place, a meeting place. But eventually, what happened, the moral of the story was he helped design some of Disney, and then he was the originator of designing shopping malls. And they both, instead of becoming socialists, they became 
capitalist society. Right. <laughs> Interesting. You, I mean, you might be right because so this this guy uh, Jacques Fresco, he's a American futurist and social engineer. It's it. I don't think that's an actual title or sounds term, like Edward Bernays. But um, so and and he's self taught, but. His whole his whole idea. He has a few movies: Future by Design, Paradise or Oblivion, Zeitgeist, Added Addendum, um, and then Zeitgeist Moving Forward. Those are two big ones that people might know of. But he built this city, and he believed in um, essentially what the Bavarian Illuminati believed in, which was um, oh, what did they call it? Uh, it's a meritocracy essentially. Mm-hmm. So there's no there's there's no money. There's no um, you know uh, metal of value that makes one person richer than the other. It's merely on skill and effort. Mm-hmm. If you have a skill, then that's awesome. You can use that skill and and put effort into what you're doing, and then you can use that skill to pay for this or that. You know, and then the person that is is there, they have that skill or that's their trade, and it's just like a you know kind of like a barter system essentially. But what what what's behind it is all ai controls this entire city like there's hmm. no job like people don't work in 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 minuscule um jobs that repeat themselves it's it, it, it sounds like that smart system i i mean that smart city idea that i think was it amazon or was it operation 2030 or something that they were talking about those so, smart cities what is well there's already smart shopping centers in amazon yeah, a, yeah. amazon straight up has brick and mortar smart shopping centers the venus project yeah where you go yeah. in that's well, what it's called oh, the venus project we yeah, go yeah. in you pick up three piece three packs of gum it knows you picked up three packs of gum mm-hmm. and it just basically does it that way the guy i was talking about was victor david grun uh g-r-u-e and born victor david grumbaum 1903 to 1980 was Austrian-born architect, better known as pioneer in design of shopping malls in the United States. He also noted for urban uh, revitalization proposals described in his writings, applied to masters such for Fort Worth, Texas, Kalamazoo, Michigan, Fresno, California. Um, an advocate of prioritizing and ped- pedestrians over cars and urban cores. He's also designed the first outdoor pedestrian mall in the United States in the Kalamazoo Mall. But he was a socialist, though. Interesting. But so it's weird. You're building all these places for people to go, but yeah. he didn't want it for, for people yeah. to buy things. It was more Yeah, he, he didn't want anyone to make any money, but he wanted to have a place for them to go shop. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's so, um, all right, let's uh, let's transition. We, uh, yeah, we, 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 we haven't yeah, done any super fluids yeah, yet. Yeah, yeah, we're, uh, <laughs> yeah. We, uh, we teased it at the beginning. We, uh, we've been talking about the Wall Street stuff and other shit, and we went down some rabbit holes. Um, so we are going to transition now into... Um, a uh, to, to, for, to my knowledge, this is a theory that that I heard first from you. Mm-hmm. It, it, did, did you find anyone who shared your theory specifically, or did you formulate this like kind of on your own? And this is are we, is this an exclusive? Is what I'm saying. Should I share it, this with? It's not. I wouldn't call it an exclusive by okay. any means. Right. Um, I just, I'm excited though. I it started. I was just looking at random science videos because you know you get on YouTube and it does this and does that, and I saw about liquid helium. And if you get liquid helium down to like one degree or a tenth of a degree above absolute zero, it turns into what's called a superfluid. Right. And I was watching the video on that, and it's the molecules adjust themselves in a, in in alignment at that point, and it has zero viscosity, and it can flow upwards against what what we would consider gravity. Yeah. And it the molecules then also are have such little resistance 
they can flow through, like you put it in a glass beaker and they slip in between the molecules of the glass in the beaker and oh, shit. can just leak out the bottom because the molecules are, are, are so arranged in wow. a certain way. I'm not, so, I'm not yeah. great at, so at explaining. It can, so, 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 so what you're saying is that this superfluid can exist through mass right. because the molecules are smaller than the We should have brought that video up because that's exactly what I thought of when you sent that to us. Yeah. That superfluid is that video specifically. And I, I was like, well, th- I mean, it may... I, in my opinion, it's definitely possible because if that's possible, then and we can only experience and see and hear certain, you know, spectrums. I mean, it's totally possible that there could be a liquid or fluid that we could be in and not right. even know that we're in. Right. Um, so, like, when you think of space, what do you guys remember learning about it in school? I guess we'll kinda, I kind of want to go through a little bit of, like, scientific background on a few different things just for us and the listeners to establish how we get to the point of the theory. Cause it, it actually is in some published scientific papers and, uh, there were, I found a couple of videos about it, but not a lot. Um, but what, what did you guys learn about space? This motherfucker over here. <laughs> Swear to God, did, did man. you hear that? I heard it through the damn earphones. That was, that was a different kind of super fluid. <laughs> that was a super gas. Good oh, Lord. Hey, Sometimes you get some belly grumbling. Um, okay, so so what I think of, you know, from my memory of being taught in school, that space is just nothingness. It's an empty vacuum that you know has, you know, it'll crush you if, that, if that, you're not in a suit. It'll it'll crush you, freeze you, and yeah, turn and, you into this. And also that, like, you know, nothing really mass doesn't matter. There's no wind. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like, si- like, like that sort of thing. Isn't there like, the, the, like there's no sound? Like if somebody tried to scream, like you would Right, yeah. In yeah. It, the in space, no one can hear you scream yeah. from Alien. Well, like that's <laughs> that's what I was taught too. And that's kind of the general, what everybody assumes. Um, and the thing about sound is more or less accurate. It, but space is filled with radiation. It's got uh, dust molecules, photons, everything else. It's not completely empty. There's gases that just, you know, probably Buck's gas is going to eventually <laughs> escape up there. <laughs> Hopefully. Um, we can hope. Even in the, they say that even in the most desolate parts, there's like at least a few atoms floating around of something per cubic meter or foot or whatever amount of space. It's not entirely empty, but it, it's close enough to being empty is kind of the has been the belief so i kind of wondered like okay so how do things travel through space i i didn't know um i thought well why is sound able not able to travel but light is well they're different types of waves gotcha so a sound wave is what's called a compression wave and it travels because particles that have mass bump into each other and push that forward so, like, think of being at a concert. You're in a mosh pit, and one side starts pushing, and that pushes people, and that pushes people, and, you know, the whole thing goes through. And that's kind of how sound travels through air. But light is photons and apparently doesn't do all that. It just shoots out as it is. So that was kind of the difference there, which is weird. Um, and then radio waves and sound waves. I thought, well, if sound waves can't travel, why can radio waves travel? Radio waves are actually electromagnetic radiation waves um, that are more similar to the photons of light. So it's almost like um, they call it Morse code with lasers is kind of how radios get it. Um, Interesting. so, So they shoot out radio waves. They're not actually sound. 
they're more a type of light. And radio antennas are programmed to detect and decode the radio waves, and then they make the noise based on what that signal is saying. Oh, so so what you're hearing is not the original signal, right? It's, it's the it's the interpretation of the sound, right? It's think of it too as like the ones and zeros in the computer. Gotcha. You know, when it gets so, sent. is it kind of similar to like how there's no picture of the Earth? There's just composites. Yeah, more or less. So it's all a lie. son of a bitch everything we know (laughs) everything that ever has sound is flat yeah but they say that like if you're sending radio waves through space it's more like you have a laser pointer and you're doing morse code with it then it's not really like shouting through a megaphone and that's the difference between we hear radio we think turning up the radio to to hear that when when in actuality it's just a pattern of yeah it's an electromagnetic type of wave we're essentially inside of a cat playing with a laser right <laughs> we're, we're just a bunch of cats. <laughs> so then I thought, okay, well, you know, that you think about space, and one question that I've always had in my mind is, well, if if there's no if there's nothing there and it's a vacuum, could you just shoot? Why don't we shoot all our trash into space and it just keeps going forever? And theoretically, that could sort of happen. Um, the first law of motion, you know, an object will not change its motion unless an outside force acts on it. Or it will not stop its motion. Well, we on Earth have all kinds of stuff stopping our motion. Yeah. Um, so if the space is void or a vacuum, in theory, it should continue traveling forever. So that's theoretically possible. Um, I don't think that it would be economically viable to take all our trash and garbage up to space. But you know, if we could shoot it into the sun, that would solve some problems. Well, that's and that that's a problem too because uh all the like they're getting ready to put up like 10,000 plus satellites right that tesla is like and these are new but there's like i think trillions of pieces of trash or something Space along those lines and, yeah. that's orbiting as i mean does gravity uh, like does our gravitational pull have uh, it it obviously has an effect on on some of that stuff wouldn't it yeah i would think so um part of the pr- part of the problem is we don't really know what gravity actually is do you guys believe mm. in gravity I was watching no I was watching a scientist and someone else talk about it and he was talking about like you know there is no gravity and, right. and I was, I've never heard anybody ever say that I've, I've heard that and I can, I've seen arguments that make sense that there isn't and gravity is just a word that we use to describe what we can't explain I, I feel like a super fluid would it, yeah, it, you know, take take over the the word gravity because it, I mean, look at look what happens when you throw a rock in the water, right? You know, it, it's or when you throw a piece of paper on the water, you know, it, it's all different, but it's not it it like it's not just pulling like keeping you down. You can yeah. come back up, like you were talking about, yeah, with the waves and photons or. <laughs> right, With the rotor all the, specs yeah. on the. I'm retarded. all the all the scientific uh, shit. Newton, Newton, uh, Einstein. I think that's where you're going. One, right? Yeah, one yeah, of yeah. their theories. Theory, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. The exactly. That, yeah, you know the numbers with the letters. <laughs> right, it's all for X. <laughs> so you think of okay, could a spaceship keep accelerating forever? That's another question that scientists have talked about. And objects with mass, as they accelerate, they get quote heavier. They're actual, you can't weigh them necessarily, but their mass becomes heavier and more resistant. So you would also need an infinite fuel supply to keep going faster to offset that. Because if you're in the vacuum of space, as we've been known to understand it as a void, you'd have to have something to propel you forward 
to keep going faster. It wouldn't just keep speeding up on its own. Yeah. Okay. Okay. It, so, it, it would just stay at a steady speed. Right. So yeah. it would. It needs a displacement of that energy. But if space is a superfluid, then that gives a reason for it to slow down. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. In yeah, that yeah. sense. And so. <clears throat> Uh, the speed of light is is brought into question here with yeah. with superfluid. So I'm kind of want to give the, a little bit on that. Um, light is like I said, it's photons. They don't speed up. They just shoot out at at full speed automatically. And the speed of light, if if you look at the Einstein's e equals m c squared, blah blah blah. That's relativity and all that. Yeah. He came up with. The speed of light being 299,792 and a half kilometers per second in unobstructed velocity. So almost 300,000 kilometers per second. I Holy don't know. Holy shit. Yeah. It, which is. How does like that? That's like around the earth in the snap of a finger. Right. Um, I think I had a note. How do you note. measure that? Jesus. Yeah. I'm trying to. I thought I had a note on how many times around the earth, but maybe I don't. Um, but that's about 186,000 miles in one second. And like Jeez. even our even our high tech uh, like fiber optic cables for internet only are about forty percent of that speed, so that's kind of where Jeez. you're looking at the at the fastest. And then uh, the it's seven point five times in one second around Earth. Seven point five times. If we could go around, yeah. Holy that's insane. yeah! And Tits. we don't we haven't even seen the Earth, right? <laughs> Technically. Jeez. And then like our our uh, the fastest thing that we've ever launched through space was the New Horizons space probe, which was 16 kilometers per second. So Is six- that the one that left the galaxy, that left the yeah. solar system? Okay. Yeah, the one that was trying to go way out there. But, I mean, 16 kilometers per second versus 300,000. We're still yeah, a little short. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're still, we still need a little bit of a NOS on our... Uh... Yeah. Now, the Large Hadron Collider at CERN has got to 99. Nine 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 one percent of the speed of light, so it's almost there. Holy shit! So Ni- it's Whoa, like it's like ninety nine point, and then six nines, and then a one is is what they basically said that it was there essentially. What like when when the speed of light goes out, that creates like a, I guess like a. A fracture in space essentially because you know time doesn't exist right at space, that point space time is a whole part of this too in, in how that comes about i'll i'll dive into that in just a second because i it's kind of confusing too how that how space time works but at cern it's a 17 mile track so at that speed, it makes eleven thousand two hundred forty-five laps around the seventeen-mile track in one second. Holy shit! Yeah, they're not—they're not putting any ripples in the universe. Yeah, at all. exactly, dude. What—what what if we did blow up in twenty twelve? What if they did it? What, what if they did right. their thing in twenty twelve? Blew up the entire fucking universe and Joe Bates' alternate timelines idea or the Akashic right. Records idea, where we just all picked up in another alternate timeline, right, uh, on the same planet in the same plane, is—is is why we have the fucking weird shit that's going. At on. At least we didn't have to go to the bang room that Sam Tripoli was talking about. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, at least we didn't have to do the Tibetan yeah. Book of the Dead. Actually, we, if we did, we probably just don't remember it. Yeah, the, uh, 
side note on that, the Tibetan Book of the Dead, apparently, before you're born, you watch a whole bunch of couples mating, and you pick which one yeah, you is going to be parents. your parents, be- yeah. based on how they're boning. So yeah. Ooh, yeah. I like the ass up in the air. I want that right. one. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I, but then they were joking, well, uh, now we need to set a time limit for some of y'all. <laughs> I don't know. What? Uh, yeah, <laughs> I can't make that joke. I'm gonna make it very. Oh, that's some funny shit. But yeah, I was just like, that's unreal. I couldn't imagine. But like, but like, some people get twins. Like, like that was a joke they made on the show. Was like, uh, what, what if? How? How? Who's fucking so good that two people are like, we both want those? Movies. Right. <laughs> Octomom. What about her? Yeah. Octomom must have been putting Woo! it down. No kidding. Yeah. I want them genetics. She's got a whole damn baseball. <laughs> So at CERN, they, they send the, the beams with trillions of particles in opposite directions until some of them collide. And you would think that the collision speed being, if they're going at almost the speed of light, then the collision should be at almost twice the speed of light. But it actually still comes out as slightly under the speed of light. And that's based on Einstein's theory that states that time slows down and space becomes warped as it approaches the speed of light. So that kind of gets into the I'm Einstein. Yeah, it gets into like how he says it's all relative and kind of how that works is there's three-dimensional space and he combined it with time as a fourth dimension. So if me and you were traveling through space at different speeds, the speed of light would be accelerating at 300,000 kilometers per second all round up just to yeah, you yeah, know. Yeah. yeah. But the light itself would not have two different speeds. We would experience two different speeds. Oh, so just one person would see the light before the other person. Right. So if we were on rocket ships going different speeds, the light itself isn't going faster, but how we see the light would be the and same. W- and when you see our, the light. Our yeah. perspective is what makes it this way. Right. Yes, it yeah. reaches your eyes. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah it yeah. doesn't matter how fast you're going. Yeah. It's always 300,000 kilometers per second faster than whatever you're going. Remember yeah. what we were talking about in the car? About, uh, I was talking about how fast we were going. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he goes, dude. It feels like we're going so fast. He looks down. He goes, "I'm like I'm right at 70 Yeah, we right. were like sixty-eight. Uh, that we, is, but I, I mean that that makes that makes sense, and that's why you know that that's you know the idea behind when they say that we you know when we see a star die or you see a star you know uh, uh, go out. It in happened the sky. a long time ago. Yeah, it happened. They, yeah, it, it or, happened. Or yourself, light years ago. Like what people talk about uh, when they've been in near death experiences, mm-hmm. where time, time slows essentially slows down. Like yep. what, what? What if like a beam of light? Like, like what if that is just a timeline of a person? Like that's like that's that's what like we we are literally traveling through the universe, right? You know, yep. we're, and but how you're saying it, we are perceiving it this this way because of how where we, we manner, where we're, we're situated, manifest. yeah, basically, yeah. yeah. I can't wait to figure out like flatliners, like what really happens when you die, so we all can just be like, all right, that would end one of the biggest debates. Man, in the world. oh yeah, oh absolutely. Can sure. you imagine a scientist who didn't believe in God if he was right and he's up here just smiling like, yeah, how, he's <laughs> yeah. sitting here got his papers like, yep. Uh, we'll start in a minute. Oh, or, or what if, or what if they, uh, or, or, or what if it comes to light that the afterlife is just whatever you wanted it to be, or whatever you perceived it That's to essentially be? Essentially, suicide I would go up is. really high. Yeah. Well, well, well or. Or all those virgins. Um, we'll see. We'll see. But that's the thing is, I think you will have a lot of suicides yeah. because of people who's who think that their ego 
is going to like tell them or or or, or that they're going to expect the thing to give them like like ego right now in the, in that but in other like they're going to get they their unconscious yeah. they're yes. not they're not going to get or i'm sorry they're subconscious which yeah. is essentially they're un, they're unconscious but they're they're not that's something that you don't that, that a lot of people don't really understand here those those little voices in your head you know that's just you being tuned to to your subconscious and it trying to speak with you and if it scares you then stop doing the stupid shit that you're doing <laughs> right like that's that's yeah, what cut, it comes cut, down yeah. to yeah, yeah like watch, watch Walt Disney videos about him on Saturday nights and don't go out and drink yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you'll become a mason right BJ's not there. a mason yeah so the superfluid itself, now we kind of you know went over a little bit about how light works. So superfluid is a liquid with no viscosity. So it can flow without any loss of kinetic energy. So it, it, it just keeps going uh, in, to infinity, essentially, unless something else acts on it. So if you were to be able to put superfluid in a container and stir it, the cyclone would just go forever unless you put something else in there to stop it. It's a strange concept, and, and liquid helium is the only thing that they've really been able to replicate this with on Earth, and they kind of discovered it by accident. They were just like, hey, let's see how cold we can make this shit, and it started acting funny, and they're like, huh, that's cool. That's interesting, and what happens when, like, that's what they explain the Big Bang was, is this, uh, you know, this collision and everything every, everything was hot, and then it cooled down right. so that everything could form, and uh, there's a lot of... Um, uh religious i don't i don't necessarily know if it's religious but i guess older civilizations have writings of beliefs that uh, of kind of a superfluid almost like yeah their gods were swimming in this ocean and they froze it to whatever it is like there's a lot of stories in bibles that oh yeah talk row, about this kind row, of stuff row too. your boat gently <laughs> down the stream right merrily merrily where it came from yeah. life is but a dream that's one of my favorites i've actually got a list of some of those religions uh, on here eventually. I'm a you know, psychic. Yeah, you. It's I like you read my. Okay, Matt's gonna say, Matt's gonna be like, bro. I texted everybody this stuff <laughs> two weeks ago. I'm gonna tell you, I didn't get it. Fair enough. <laughs> he, get, he got it because I got it. Right. So <laughs> wait, really? He did. Yeah, he yeah he sent us w- w- when he was started going down the superfluid thing. He's sending us like a, I think I think you like a a, a bunch Google of Docs literature. Thing. Yeah, yeah. Oh and, well, I did. I really did miss that. Well, that's it's funny though because you you're like picking like right ahead of where, so yeah. you're th- you're <laughs> yeah. thinking the right way though. That's yeah. good. It's uh, because it means you're understanding it, and yeah. I'm really bad at explaining science. So <laughs> pretty good. <laughs> I swear I didn't. I swear. <laughs> it's funny. No, 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 no. It's it, it's just that's fun. weird. I have I have no doubt that, that that you very well may have seen them and not like clicked on it to read. Oh it. yeah, I definitely probably but, saw it. I just but, but I feel <laughs> it, it, it's hilarious just because I'm like I can't wait till he gets into the part where like different religions have talked about this theolo- theologically. <laughs> but not not that you didn't already know that as well. It's just making me laugh. It's just making me laugh. As well. I'm a very funny guy. <laughs> so like to kind of give you guys i mean like an example that makes more sense about the viscosity and the flow like the oil in your car has a viscosity rating so that's how easily or hard it pours at certain temperatures so like the lower viscosity the faster it flows the higher the slower it flows so like you get 5w30 10w30 like the five is the low temperature viscosity rating and the 30 would be the high temperature grade, which a lot of people don't know that when you're 
doing I oil. I mean, that's not. a very basic. There's a lot more to it than that, yeah. but that's the very basic is what you're looking at. But if you have like in a car engine, if it's too low of viscosity, then it's not. There's not enough of it to keep the engine from rubbing against itself. So if it ha- if you tried to put a super fluid in a car engine, the engine would just rub all over itself and break down. Yeah. But if you have something that's too high viscosity, it slows it down and adds wear on it. So that's why you have to get the type that's rated the for your oil. engine. Because you don't want too little or too much. It'll break down the engine faster. Yeah. So that's kind of the... I guess a, a very basic explanation of like, here's what viscosity is. Superfluid has zero. Yeah. So it'd be bad for a car, but it's good for shit to travel through. Yeah. In that sense. So it would mean that like the particles and objects, including the photons and electromagnetic waves of light and radio signals, that it would give them a medium to travel through in space the same way that sounds do um, on Earth or any other type of particles. Instead of saying... It just is going through nothingness. Nothing. It means that there's actually something that it is going through, which makes a big difference in how yeah. Einstein's theory would be. Yeah. And the the concept of the ether, I guess for like it's ether or they, you know, a lot of people put the AE, the fancy <coughs> connected AE. So I, I don't know if mm-hmm. you pronounce yeah, that differently yeah, or yeah, not. I don't know. Uh, you know, the kind of Greek thing. But the luminiferous ether i'm about as good nick is pronouncing things (laughs) um it would be a medium through which electromagnetic waves and light travel it was actually most scientists thought that up until einstein's theory of relativity where he said that the speed of light is constant because they said well if the speed of light's constant then there there's nothing giving it resistance gotcha and if there's an ether that it's traveling through that would mean there's resistance so einstein basically shit all over the ether theory and said no 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 there's nothing there so that existed in a lot of creation stories, like Nick just said, and I've got some of those listed for later, but we'll kind of, uh, Jen Psaki circle back to that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> making up words today. Huh? Yeah. Uh, it's, but it's assumed that light waves should not be able to travel through empty space and thus would need something to flow through. Yeah. Whereas Einstein said, no, the light waves are particles with a wave like nature in which they don't need a medium. So I know that's kind of confusing, but it's the arguments over whether light waves need to travel through something or if they just do their thing without any help. So the the theories... The, yeah. that's, a, that's a really interesting one because I'm thinking about... Like my, I'm kind of comparing this to the ocean because when, when, when I think about now, obviously the the ocean that we perceive here on Earth is clearly you know limited to the physics of Earth and you know uh, the molecules that make it up and the ad, and it's, it, ad, uh, atomic structure, but um, but that in order for waves to travel through the ocean, it ha- there you have to have the ocean, right. Like, like now I'm not, I, I, I know that a water yeah. wave is not the same as like a photon wave, but right. when we're the talking concept. about the, concept, the, the concept of a wave, it's an energy, it's a transference of energy exactly yeah. Yeah. through, so, through a medium, exactly like right. what you're saying. And so that like makes a, so much more sense to me. Right. And, and, and where does life, like, where did life begin here on earth in the ocean? That's, right. that's, that's like, and that's what we look for, for life is water. So Adam didn't come from no ocean, dude. <laughs> Adam came from a. Adam did sail. not swim or have gills, man. Come he on, he was a sail. Jesus it, Christ! It he, actually came from some kind of weird blob-like creature that had a mouth and an anus for the same in and out purpose. So that's. I thought it was super fluid where it came from. 
What? <laughs> you got some of that Jesus super flu. All right, I heard yeah. was mouth and anus, and everything comes out the same. Yeah, I've, I've got the name of it somewhere in my. That's notes. real. It's, yeah, that's a, that. Uh, according to scientists, it was the first. It was the first common ancestor of. I wonder humans. How many things evolved in that creature before they're like. Let's move the anus. Yeah. Let's, hey, let's not shit and eat through the same hole. Right, exactly. Don't Things shit might where you taste eat. better. Things might taste better yeah. if we shit elsewhere. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Breath. Oh. Yeah, I mean shit it was breath. it was like a microscopic kind of like amoeba type things. Oh, like, so they weren't like eating. Like, yeah, it wasn't like like, you know, <laughs> no, but they, they get on your skin and they start shitting and talking uh, right. at the same time to their friends. <laughs> 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 oh lord <laughs> I just played a cartoon in my head so, I just played a cartoon in my head Of that whole buck conversation That, that just happened in his head right there Sorry, Lord have mercy <laughs> it's, It was, it was kind of like right. the squid billies uh, Alright uh, So yes Matt please continue okay. <laughs> so, Anyway the theory is making kind of a comeback uh, as far as there being an e- some sort of ether out there, but they're, they've decided that it may be a superfluid. There are actually a couple scientific groups in the 1950s that said it, and then they got all their funding taken away because the science community, in air quotes, didn't like the idea. They're like, you can't argue with Einstein. He's the greatest. And then in the 70s, someone tried it again, and the same thing happened. But then 2014, there's a paper that came out, and it's called... Astrophysical constraints on Planck scale dissipative phenomena. So, uh, not knowing a whole lot about science, that was a tough read to get through all like 70 pages of that. Yeah, how would you know that's about superfluid? Right. (laughs) Uh, Planck scale is basically, it's a measurement in space that's, it's the tiniest measurement that they have to unit of measurement. And it's like one percentage, it's like a certain fraction of a particle is the best way I can describe That's it without insane. having to go into all the technical terms. And then the dissipative phenomena is, okay, well, how much energy is energy lost in space? Because if it's traveling through a medium, then how then there may be some kinetic energy loss, even if it's minuscule versus oh, none if gotcha. it's a vacuum. Gotcha. So they're saying they're, they're taking it in basically gravity they haven't been able to come up with a quantum explanation of gravity which is yeah. the microsco- microscopic atom particle level they they, they can describe gravity or, or if you believe in it uh, <clears throat> according to so, <laughs> yeah, which was yeah, actually yeah. A very interesting yeah no, it's a very interesting thing that absolutely it, it, nobody knows really what it is yeah but all and, the and, and it is a it is a theory while right. it, yeah. while it can be replic or replicated or presented in many different fashions yeah and you know it, it does tend to fit the way that we operate things you know it, it at the end of the day is still a theory it's very odd yeah. it's a conspiracy theory it's a conspiracy theory so they they basically came up to look at space-time as one singular classical object, which means that it's it's a whole object itself. So it's, it's the visible part of the fluid. It's not the fluid itself. So like your example with water yeah. and the waves, it, it looks like it's just a flowing wi- liquid, but it's a mass of molecules being pushed by an energy force. Yeah. And so when you see the waves in the ocean... The individual molecules themselves aren't the wave. It's the energy pushing on yeah. the molecules that's the wave. And they're saying that's called an emergent 
property because it emerges from the molecules, it emerges from the energy. Oh, and they're that saying, makes the wave. Right, that makes the wave. And they're saying space-time <coughs> could be like that too. Okay, that's interesting. So that would make wow, it... Wow, that's... So if it's a superfluid, they're not saying that... They're basically saying that it, there's the properties of the fluid all combined together, yeah. the energy can travel through like a wave. So oh, shit. The wow, vacuum, that's... The, the vacuum, instead of being nothing, would be a superfluid that particles travel through, and that would explain how tra particles tr are traveling through space. Yeah. Because that's been one of the biggest things with Einstein's theory is, well, if there's nothing there, how are they traveling? And he says, well, light doesn't need anything to travel through. Yeah. And these guys are saying... But mass does. Yeah, but they're yeah, saying... Asteroids, right, everything, everything else, else that travels through space does need... Yeah. Right, exactly. So space-time would be made of its own tiny molecules, whatever that is, of a superfluid, the yeah. same way that water is made of its own molecules. Whoa. So you're telling me that time is a molecule? In, in, in theory, space? It's, it's a possibility that it could be part of that in the fourth dimension of yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, it, it could be an unperceivable uh, molecule. So right. we just don't know what it is yet, if, yeah. if, if it is that. So Ant-Man, have, have you, you yeah. seen that? Mm -hmm. Yeah. That is, that's a super interesting concept, in my opinion, because if, okay, so, you know, I've, I've, I've had a, a pretty crazy psychedelic experience, and if, if that experience took me to, my true perception my molecular perception because the stuff that you're explaining is like it felt like i was moving through a fluid like i shot off and there were you know there was this film around me i couldn't see out i could see colors but i couldn't see anything around me there was this film but it felt like it felt like i it felt like i was a rocket in water that mm -hmm. was the best that that that's a good explanation. And of that it. would also kind of kind of think about the way that we perceive wormholes. Like 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 mm -hmm. think think about the way that we imagine torpedoes moving through water or mm -hmm. the way that we Or a current. Like, or a current. Think, exactly. Like if you get mm -hmm. caught under a like in the ocean. Yeah. How many you, people and, 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 and what if there, you know, because we as humans have such limited perceptions, what if there are, you know, dimensional currents that can be manipulated mm -hmm. and can be influenced by you know the the quote unquote occult, and by the mm -hmm. what, what you know what what if that superfluid can have supernatural, uh, you know properties? It That'd be pretty insane. It, it very well could. Yeah, and there's I kind of, our conversation about the akashic records in that podcast right. about the akashic records. She said it looks like a mist. Yeah, that that you know we that, which we, is what the ether. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's was a, kind a, of a, that's made up of of droplets, and those droplets are made up of molecules. And if you zoom in on those molecules, those molecules are you know souls and lives and things like that it's pretty insane yeah and that's uh, same with black holes they're they're not a real explanation as to what happens when something quote falls into a black hole they've previously said it's just a big mass of gravity that's pulling everything in but what if it's a cyclone of superfluid yeah and it's getting pulled in like the eye of a hurricane or the middle of a tornado yeah. Is what's sucking it in, or not just a, or gravity. just a whirlpool? Yeah, yeah whirlpool. That's what I was. Gonna yeah, 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 or, the cracking. Or, 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, um, and also, uh, it, it would make sense that the event horizon mm -hmm. could could just have such massive surface tension from the speed and and velocity of that right. cyclone. Look at us, some fucking that, like, scientists. That like. I know. 
uh, that like you know could could cause what would be a lot of the issues with the event horizon there. Holy, what fuck. if what if a black hole is a kraken? Like like I mean, what if you never it, know. like what if it is like this this? You ever put crack in a black hole? <laughs> oh, I like mean, going down the what? No, I. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> that is okay. Is that what we're doing? When I said that, uh, the, that's not even what I was thinking about. Never mind. Oh my god! All right, uh, two two whole different directions. Yeah. I was thinking about actually putting crack in a black hole and jungle fever. Gotcha. But uh, so so let's uh, let's let's um uh kind of start to wrap this up a little bit so let's let's uh g- g- give us the the last sort of shebang on the on the uh super fluid space because i th- this does fill in a lot of those gaps in in einstein's theory you know what i mean right like, like that would that would enforce it i think yeah like 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 if they're adamant i i think if they're adamant about you know disproving super fluid space and they're just saying it because it's like the old way of talking, then like get the fuck out of here. Right, yeah, science yeah. changes. Yeah, you know? that's the whole. Now point we're of supposed science. to wear seven masks and get an anal swab. I yes. mean, science changes. So yes, I will not get a goddamn. Anal <laughs> no, swab. me. Either. I did hear about that. That'll never happen. But so, but Jeez. I guess I guess the biggest point to take away from it is the speed of light may not be constant because even if it's just a, a very tiny fraction of um, kinetic energy loss from light and magnetic waves in space, that means that different types of those photons could be traveling at slightly different speeds. So I think that's their biggest issue is they don't want to argue with Einstein about the speed of light. And it's not really saying that he's wrong. It's just saying that it's variable. This type of photon and this type of photon might have a, you know, one, one billionth of a difference in their speed because it's like the viscosity of superfluid space. Right. But it would also explain how those particles travel to begin with instead of just saying "Ah, it's basically it's magic. Yeah. Is kind of what saying the vacuum is. And so mm. nobody can really agree on gravity itself because gravity is basically explained as a hole in the space-time or a bump. Like you put a bowling ball on a mattress and then roll a golf ball and that's, you know, the golf ball is going to fall towards it. They're saying that's what gravity is. Well, if it's a superfluid, then it may be more like our atmosphere is like a bubble that's keeping that out and us in. Oh, like like our atmosphere is like surface tension of a bubble. Right. So like you picture like you blow a bubble, like we're inside of that and all yeah. the air on the outside would be the superfluid. And that's more how it's really hard to break yeah. it down because I'm yeah. not good at physics. Yeah. But, yeah. but <laughs> <laughs> where is he explaining superfluid? He's like, I'm not good at yeah. physics. That's I, funny. I, I read like several papers and yeah, books yeah, yeah. and watched videos. Man, and I'm still. I, and I want to thank you uh, uh, not only for bringing some delicious pork butt, um, but for, for breaking down superfluid space because this was something that you presented to us just kind of randomly as a th- idea. And I'm like, holy shit, that kind of makes sense. And it, and you, you know, really put it together in a way that makes sense to me and like yes. you know um and and i'm always for different ways of perceiving the natural world we perceive so little of it with our eyes and you know even even from people that are sensitive you know what i mean like like they they can't see everything and it's like you know if, if there's a different way of looking and looking at the world i'm all for it man you know what's interesting is when a baby is born 
where or i'm sorry well we're, when we're in the womb we're in a sack an embryonic mm-hmm. sack that's filled with fluid mm-hmm. and when they talk about space travel they talk about how humans can't withstand the long distances however they believe that they're that they can come up with some kind of fluid to basically you know put us into hypersleep so that it it, it um it preserves us. We don't lose all of our muscle and our organs don't mm-hmm. fail and all this and all that. So like, like it, it, it's, it's super relative. Everything that you're saying, it, it, it makes, it makes sense. Obviously we're not scientists, but <clears throat> like you said, even to the, I, I think if a scientist came and explained this to the average Joe, they would be like, Oh, well I could definitely see where that makes sense because this does that, that does like, there's so many things that yeah. you can relate it to within the world that we actually know. So I, and, and then gravity would be gone. It would be, yeah. you know, well, it, it would I, be a conspiracy. It would be a psyop essentially. <laughs> right. And then well, that asked me what is, if it is a superfluid, then what is the real potential of that superfluid? Yeah. Because that psyop of, of gravity, mm-hmm. it was put out there for a reason. Yeah. There was one paper that suggested that you could actually travel through it. And there's some guy that thinks that the, the cores of stars are actually a superfluid floating around inside the middle. And something about if you could fi- create something that withstands the heat, you could travel through it like a wormhole. I didn't really understand it. Oh, shit. But as far as potential, there's some scientist out there that got a paper published that said, hey, maybe we could use it to travel and like skip through space, basically. Well, I mean, if, if you can, if you can, you know, uh, if you can um, surf, you know what I mean? And you can, uh, you know, do that on other waves. What can you do on other right. superfluids? So, all right. Well, uh, we have uh, had a hell of an episode yeah. here. Uh, we are going to uh, go ahead and bypass the video shoot, uh, the, 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 the uh, video breakdown, because we went over uh, we went over time here a little bit today. Um, so we are going to go ahead and uh, jump over to um, our uh, closeout song. We are going to go out to uh, Caught in a Daze. By David Dallas. And you guys can find me at Uncle Buck's house on all forms of social media. Nick, Nick where can they find you, buddy? In Oaks 55. Everywhere. And Matt, do you still have the blog? Yeah, I've got uh, historypoliticstheory.wordpress.com. Uh, Twitter banned me, disabled my account for, I don't know, I hadn't even tweeted in for like three months. For being yeah. a truther. Um, <laughs> Facebook tells me everything I post is spam, even if it's from the White House, so yeah. whatever. You got a target on you. So you really can't find me it's much of anywhere. It's a super fluid talk, man. You got man. slow down on that. <laughs> you got a target on yeah. you. Well, thank you guys so much for listening, and uh, be safe. Love your folks.
trying to find me, I'd probably be water whipping, cooking up and cutting, open the baggy stuff, I'm like muffins, out of dope, but Joe, your prices ain't in my budget, so fuck it, I stuck them up and got on the highway, Freddy Gears get fried like every day is Friday, in the place I reside, I keep that eye, cause them goons gon' be lurking, keep my dope spot bumping in my boots, phone twerking, put me on the licking, anybody move, I'ma murk them, knock them out they shoes and get their ass the blues, that's for certain, bitch, you perfect and you flirting with if you fuck with mine, really ain't shit to walk up and take your life in this life of crime. In this life of mine, I took risks and put my life on the line. Agents asked me for a statement, I declined. I'm sitting back, feeling good on a Friday.